podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast that finds the best betting value closer to the first shot being struck than anyone else. Always gamble responsibly. Visit begambleaware.org for more information. Very good afternoon in the UK to you all. And thank you for joining us again live. You can obviously catch up later on the audio podcast as well. It's James and Dave taking you through, as always, the uh, best bets, hopefully, as we go through uh, the week of golf ahead of us. Um, First of all, though, thank you very much indeed for your massive numbers. We we were quite overwhelmed by how many people watched and listened through the uh, open coverage that we did over the four days of that so thank you very much indeed for your um, listens your eyes and your ears as we went through that competition and uh, we came out in profit as well thank you to Dave's um, 17 to 1 um, that we had on uh, day two I think it was wasn't it as we went through um, the St Andrews uh, event there but uh, well you don't rest on your laurels dear you? you basically plow on and you look ahead we come to you as late as possible as we can on a Wednesday to get the very best bets and DT, this week we're looking ahead to the uh, the three M Open and the Kazoo Classic, both sides of the pond. We are, yes. Uh, golf never stops. Always in the news. <laughs> yeah, anyway, well, isn't it? Blimey. Um, yeah, I mean, Mr. Stenson, he gets one of the highest honours in golf. Uh, he's appointed the uh, European Ryder Cup captain. There are people that don't get that that probably deserve it down the years. There's people that have got it and have uh, had, you've seen their hearts pounding out of their chest with pride as they've taken it, and he's pretty much turned his back on it. Yeah, he's um, yeah. What do you say? Um, will history now look upon him as a you know very differently to what we used to think of as our good old Henrik with the that wry British sense of humour, and now we. So he's, he's always had a funny um, relationship with money. I was reminded of this um, a bit earlier. You'll, and you all know the character involved, James. Herrick, Henrik Stenson got involved with Alan Stanford's Ponzi scheme. Oh, well, okay. He was a, obviously in cricket. Um, okay. So Henrik Stenson got involved in that and um, kind of lost all his money. Yeah, I mean, Alan, for those that for those that don't know, Alan Stanford was uh, an American businessman based in the uh, in the Caribbean for tax reasons, basically, and um, had a massive company which um, sold investments that were going to make you rich. Um, people ploughed their money into it. Basically, what a Ponzi scheme is: you, you bring in all of that money, it pays off a few people, it keeps you rich, uh, and ultimately you get found out. And he got found out, and he's currently in prison. He was bankrolling cricket at one stage, but that didn't last yeah. very long. No, um, I was just. I Wikipedia'd him actually, and um, he's serving 110 years in prison, mm. which reminds me of that Woody Allen film. Have you ever seen Take the Money and Run? No. I was. There's a line in that. When I say long prison sentences, there's a line in that where his character Virgil Stockwell um, gets in prison for something like 700 years, but then there's the voiceover. Stockwell says that with good behaviour, he could half that sentence. <laughs> <laughs> And in 350 years, he's going to be absolutely fine. Yeah, so yeah, it's, it's quite sad, I think, the uh, the Henrik Stenson um, situation. Most people in golf would chop the right's arms off, wouldn't they, to be captaining a, a Ryder Cup team? Do you think it's the um, the death knell of the Ryder Cup, or do you think everything will continue as normal but without Henrik? 
Uh, I don't know because it's it's kind of all it's all the future captains have all gone, haven't they? That were likely to be captain Sergio Westwood. Get Sandy Lyle in next captain. I don't know, but then I, you don't know. But it's such a, a fast evolving situation that you don't know quite what will happen as we get nearer the time. What if everyone goes across? Golf has been torn apart, hasn't it, really? So it's a bit sad to see, to be honest, what you thought was... I mean, people love the Ryder Cup. You've seen how Rory was in tears, wasn't he? You know, he lost the Open, and it was almost like, well, yeah, I'll be back. Yeah. But the Ryder Cup, he was absolutely... So it's such an event that, that's been so important. And I know you could argue that there's a case that the Ryder Cup props up the DP World Tour with the money it generates. So live getting... Henrik sense is such a, a blow, isn't it, to the prestige of that tournament? It's like a real sort of dagger to the heart of it. So there's all sorts going on with this. The, the thing with the Ryder Cup is that golf is quite a solitary game, game, isn't it? You basically plough around the 18 holes on your own. You're, you've got your own golf ball. You're in charge of your own destiny. It's one of the few times that golfers on a big stage with passionate fans get the chance to be part of something bigger than just them. Well, uh, I mean, this is what Liver sort of trying to pretend that they're doing with the team element, but you can't just make up history and pretend there's a t- there's a team called the Four Aces who anyone who anyone cares about. I think I'm going off off on cricket quite a lot this time, but uh, cricket's my sport, and the hundred is a new competition in cricket, and I complain about that till the cows come home. There's a no room for it in the county season, and b. Um, you can't just manufacture the heart and soul of a tournament. You can't, you know, you can't. It doesn't just magic up. Yeah. That is earned over years. You have history. You have stats. You have things that back it up. You have all of those great black and white and colour um, yesteryear things of what happened before. You know, things that have gone before are important. That they they build what you have now, don't they? Yeah, which is why to see the whole thing being torn apart just for a load of money, basically, and sort of blatant sports washing. Oh. Uh, it's, it's not, not like many of these guys need the cash. No, I mean, I, and I don't. I still don't get the argument. This sort of generational wealth argument. Why? Why is that seen as like the end game of the argument? Like as if generational wealth is absolutely without any problems at all, mm. because it's not going to produce a load of brats. Of course, it will. You give money, give people life on a plate. Look what you get: horrible, nasty people. Sometimes, quite often. So, some, are nice. Nice. some are nice. Some are nice. Um, but often, yeah, you create. You think and you've and if any of problem. any of the nice ones want to sponsor the uh, late tea time pod, they're more than welcome to. But, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but you know, you, you think you're solving one problem, you're creating another one by creating this sort of this sort of privileged, entitled. Anyway, I'm going off on one now. So that's no, your I mean, we, we we could do an hour long podcast without taking breath, couldn't we, on things like that? I think. Yeah. This is Late Tea Time, the last word in golf betting with James Butler and Dave Tyndall. Let's get back to the action coming up over the uh, next few days. We Shall we start with the uh, the European side of things then and have a look at the Kazoo Classic first? Yes, let's do that, yes. Um, 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 the, the winner markets then, I'll go through the top end of the, uh, the bookies markets uh, and the uh, leading runners and riders in this one, that's if my computer plays ball and allows me get to get up to the top end. Um, Robert McIntyre, who we've mentioned recently on the uh, Late Tea Time podcast, he's 14 to 1 favourite. Uh, Tristan Lawrence, 
is uh, 20 to 1. Oliver Becker is in there at 22 to 1. You've got Thorbjorn Olsen. 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 Olsen is 22 to 1. Remain. Honestly, I wish we'd not. I wish we start with the American side of this. Langaski is twenty-two to one, and Richie Ramsey—that's an easy one. He's twenty-twos as well. The rest are thirty to one or bigger. Um, I'm glad you didn't jump in and correct any of the pronunciations there, DT. But how do we no. see this one? I just thought I'd let you sort of <laughs> just flounder. Yeah, flounder in your own. Uh... <laughs> yeah, um, yeah, and the outright market. I don't know. I've got this funny thing because Sir Brian Olison has played in the Ryder Cup. I've got this funny feeling that'll somehow come back and the circle of everything and he'll win. Um, but I did quite I think he's got a good chance anyway. The course is a brilliant one, Hillside, um, which is right next to uh, Royal Birkdale. I've played it actually, Hillside. It's a wonderful course. It's sort of all these high tees and set between the dunes. So it's a, it's a lovely course to play, especially the back nine, which is real classic links. And, and did you burn it up that day? I did all right, actually, I think, for me, for my level. I had a few good holes, but it's, it's a lovely viewing course. And you can see Royal Birkdale over the way. So it's it'll be good TV to, if you can watch some of it. It is a very links course. So we've obviously been on links the last few weeks. The one I've got for us that I've only read sort of late in the day, which is the whole point of this podcast, is Eddie Pepperell has been interviewed. Oh. And it, it did come into my mind because anyone who's good at links, you immediately say, oh, yeah, I wonder if he. So you look at his form, it's a bit, a bit scratchy to say the least. But They've interviewed him, and he he does sound he, he sounds as though he thinks he's quite close to something, um, but reading between the lines, it seems that maybe he could do it for one round or two rounds, but maybe not four just yet. He's got to build that up a little bit. So I thought we could look at him in the first round leader market. If you've got, okay. uh, you've got in, the, in the outrights for the uh, for the tournament, he's probably best price of seventy to one. You can get six places with Unibet. If you fancy taking to uh, win the thing, but if we're looking at the at the first round leader market, I have to scroll down a bit for for old Eddie. He's quite a character, Eddie. I've seen him a few times, been interviewed on the TV. He's always a a good interview. Um, Eddie Pepperell, seventy five to one with eight 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 Sport, five places. That looks quite tasty. Yeah, we'll go seventy fives. Um, in terms of you know what's he actually concrete got down there? Well, four starts ago in the Dutch Open, he was second after day one. And then didn't quite see his effort through. So that's almost, you know, a little pointer that this is maybe where his game is at, that he can start fast or play well for a couple of rounds, but maybe not all four. And and that that course that they played the uh, Dutch Open on was quite sort of links-ish looking and, and open. He did say he said he's really confident on links sort of golf. So I think there's somewhere where we might see a bit of a Eddie Pepperell. Uh, renaissance it could be this week at hillside so i thought he, he was it'd be worth a look because it's a pretty weak field to be honest you've got robert mcintyre a uh, very short price at the front end of the market and it just thins out pretty quick so eddie pepperell i mean this is a guy who's finished six i think in the players championship he you know he's a bit of a class act when he's on his game so i think he's certainly capable of mm. making a good impression on a, on a track that suits him getting back to cricket he should marry phil salt and so uh, they could be uh Salt and Pepperell. Yeah, you're ahead of me. I'd, I'd so, work that out. <laughs> or, or Phil Pepperell. Um, anyway. That starts pretty early Thursday morning UK time, so you need to get your bets down on that one uh, before the off, before you're too late. This is Late Tea Time, the golf betting podcast. Into the plane, across the 
oceans and then landing in the USA. We head across to the 3M Open. Um, go through the top end of the markets on this one, DT, before we get your best bets. Um, Tony Finau, um, who had a half decent to open championship, 16 to 1. Hideki Matsuyama is the same price. And Jay Im is in there at 20s. You've got Maverick McNeely, who we've discussed on here recently, 22 to 1. Also, uh, Sahith Tagala, who we talked about a lot during the open coverage, 22 to 1. Um, 25s is Adam Hadwin, Davis Riley, our mate Mavis. He's 25s as well. And Cameron Davis is in there at 25s too. How do we see the 3M Open, DT? Yeah, so I had some uh, initial thoughts on Tuesday and Wednesday. And they've, they've been backed up. I've seen a couple of people on Twitter who are actually at the course, TPC Twin Cities in Minnesota. And both seem to be very much of the opinion that this is going to be a bit of a bomber's paradise. So you need to be a massive hitter. You look at previous winners there, and that absolutely uh, seems to be the case. You've got Matthew Wolf winning there. You've got Cameron Champ winning there, two massive hitters. I'm going to actually start with Champ, Cameron Champ, who, apart from the obvious that he's won there before, I didn't give him that much of a look before this week. He, he's he's played some good golf a few months back. He was 10th at the Masters, 6th at the Mexico Open, and then has fallen away again. But he's someone who can just pop and suddenly come good. Just a couple of things I read that pe- people are out there. He's, it looks like he means business. He's got his uh, coach, Sean Foley, there with him. He seems to... The conditions just seem right for him. And, you know, so many times golfers go back to the scene of uh, one of their victories or good performances and play well again. And he's not a bad price, Cameron Champs. I thought it'd be, uh, you're going to tell me his price. Yeah, you can get him at 66s. Yeah. Um, three or four bookies have him at that price for five places. Or you can take a little bit off the uh, the price and get him at 50s, um, as big as eight places, actually, with William Hill Paddy Power. So which, which way would you go there? Oh, we'll go the big price. I think he, he's either going to be on it on, or it's not going to happen. So 66 to 1, five places. That's available with uh, 10 bets, uh, Sport Nation, um, and uh, live score bets. So uh, there's a few bookies out there. Have a look around and uh, see what the best price you can get on Cameron Champ then to win the uh, 3M Open. Um, you said two. Yeah, so this idea that, that it, yes, it probably is going to be a bomber's paradise, confirmation of that with the the weather and the on the on you know the the scene on the ground um chris gotterup um who's probably a new name to the casual golf fan but he's like one of these young stars out of college he won the fred haskins award for best collegiate golfer and they do just come out of college and, and start, start winning and he could be the, the next one um he played really well at uh the john deere classic at tpc john deere run that we're on another tpc track this week they can have similar attributes. You look at his stats, he's not played enough to be registered in them, but I looked at his driving distance stat and it was crazy, something like 323 or something. And then you click on the driving distance stats and if you plugged him in, he'd actually be top. So he, in theory, is you know, the, one of the biggest hitters uh, in golf. Right now, Chris Gotterup and... Made a load of birdies in the, in the last few events. He made the cut in the US Open as well, which was just giving him that extra boost that and he belongs. Uh, so I think he can... And you look at his game, He's you look back to those two big-hitting big, big hitting youngsters I refer to, Matthew Wolfe and Cameron Champ, you know, they're, they're similar in style. So I think he's going to be a good fit this week. I already did like him, but I think even more so as we get nearer the off. 
Uh, so he'd be my other one to play. 50 to 1 with live score bet. Um, Chris got her up. Um, you can also get him at 45s. Um, with uh, another place or two as well, um, down to 33s kind of thing with eight places. So you kind of, you go uh, for him to, with less places, bigger price for that one? Uh, he's a bit more tricky. What, what's the best with eight places? 40. You can get 33s with eight places. You can get, um, as I say, 50 to one for five places. Oh, we'll do that again. Let's be positive this week. Go for the bigger, bigger prices. Okay, 50 to 33 to 50s. Quite a finishing school, isn't it? The American college system. The the amount that are coming out recently that play and then almost turn professional straight away and just burn it up and start to have success immediately. It's, yeah, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. They, they polish them up and they're ready, aren't they? They are. And there's this idea that, oh, they've got to serve a year or so. They just don't, do they, anymore? They come out immediately, get in amongst it. And if they're that talented, you know, you've got to try and get them while you can because if, if Chris Gottrup is the player that he could be, then, you know, this 50 to 1 will look silly in a field of this quality. So uh, three bets then this week from UDT. Eddie Pepperell, 75 to 1, five places with 888 Sports to win the Kazoo Classic. Um, the 3M Open, two choices there. Cameron Champ, 66 to 1 with five places. And Chris Gotterup. 50 to 1 with five places, but have a shop around. When you get to listen to our words, have a look around and see what best price you can find on those three golfers coming through the weekend. DT, as always, thank you very much. Lovely to see your little face again. I only saw you at lunchtime in the flesh. Oh, you look yeah. even better on the screen. Thank you. Well, I, I did get a bit uh, heated there, didn't I? For, for me, I don't get very heated about much, but uh, yeah, it's a weird. Henrik Stenson, what have you done? What are you doing? You get heated, Dave, because like me with cricket, A, you care, and B, it matters. Yeah, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, you sort of, whatever the right and wrongs, and I have an opinion on what the right and wrongs are, whatever whatever you think, golf is kind of being destroyed, isn't it? Or revolutionised and not in a good way, it seems. So, um, yeah, not all people, people accuse me of not wanting change. I, I, I'm not bothered about changing cricket in any shape or form, as long as I can see it's actually doing the sport good. You know, if, yeah. if, you can see, if you can see it's taking it in the right direction and it's actually growing the sport and making it better, change is fine. It's when yeah. you think it's actually ripping the heart and soul, like I say, out of the sport, that's when change is bad. Yeah, this when it's just banded around as a term, growing the game, you just think, oh, don't try and pretend, don't sell us that nonsense when... You don't, you're not even, you know fine well, you. You're cashing your millions the, and you're trying to pretend you're noble. Yeah. Anyway, loads of opinions on live there. I keep seeing <laughs> this thing that, oh, you'd take the money and no, 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 no. I wouldn't. Dave Tyndall would not. Thank you, DT, as always. And out there, everybody, gamble responsibly. Enjoy the golf over the next few days. Um, give us a follow on Twitter. There's the uh, Twitter handle, at late tea time pod. And uh, you can follow uh, all of our shenanigans as we go through the uh, next few weeks, months, years maybe, of the uh, golfing action around the, uh, the around the planet. But uh, thank you very much for watching. We'll see you about the same time next week. Enjoy the golf. Gamble responsibly. This has been James. That's been Dave. And we'll see you soon. Always gamble responsibly. Visit BeGambleAware.org for more information.
Podcast Network.